Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. You must understand. She's mine. It's not over yet. So put your hardware back in your pants. You have found it. This is You Have Offended This Podcast. We are the biggest, the baddest, and the best martial arts movie podcast kicking around these parts of the internet. My name is Mike McCarron, and with me, as always, is a man who has the athleticism of gymnastics and the kill of karate. Chad Lindsay, how are you, buddy? Uh, kick... Uh, karate, karate in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am good. I am like really glad to be going back and covering this particular film. Uh, it was a favorite as a child, and it has not aged well. It has not aged well. It wasn't even a favorite as a child. I remember being really excited about the trailer for Jim Kata. Yep, and I was like, man, this looks incredible because I would have been thirteen at the time. Yep, and I remember renting it and being like, what, what, what the absolute fuck is this? <laughs> and like, it wasn't one of those ones that you rented multiple times, you know, like blood sport, like every couple of months you'd go down and spend $5 to rent blood sport of to course, yeah. show it to a friend. Have you seen blood sport? Oh, let's go down to Bonanza or whatever and, and get a copy. But this one is not one of the ones that you bring your friends in to see. No, this is, I would classify this as at best a guilty pleasure. Because this is so, like, the, the story, dude. The story is so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's based on a novel, but be, because of the time change from the publication, of like, the novel was published, okay, before we get into this, we're talking about the 1985 movie starring Kurt Thomas and a bunch of Yugoslavian extras, Jim Kata, endlessly mimicked and made fun of by countless other movies and cartoons in the future but holy shitballs like the published novel that this was based on is called the terrible game by a guy named dan tyler moore Uh, but that was published in 57 so when this came out in 85 they had to update it and of course they're coming out of the cold war so they went right for that but i mean dude it it doesn't make any sense. It's so fucking this stupid. movie, <laughs> this movie makes absolutely no sense whatsoever at all. Like even it sets up its own rules and then completely breaks its own rules. Oh yeah, and it's so funny. Like I actually found myself laughing at the film a lot. So oh, yeah. as far as as far as a, a, you know, is this a good movie or a bad movie? This is a dog shit movie, dog but it's taint. it's entertaining in some ways. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, if you're a fan of B-movie martial arts films, you're going to dig this because it has all the stuff and it's not filled with the same old stuff you see in every B movie martial arts film. Like this, this, this is not filmed with anything you've ever seen in anything <laughs> ever. That's a, that's a true story. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. We're like, you know what? I'm so sick of those movies with former gymnasts who learned karate going to foreign lands to f- stop the cold war by putting a satellite installation in, in a country full of For ninjas Ronald with a survival Reagan. game. Like, 
for Ronald Reagan's Star Wars program. This is so like, fucking this stupid. Is, like, this but, is what this is about. This is the most 80s movie that ever 80s. Yeah. The only thing that, that would have made this more 80s would be like a fucking dance montage and some skateboarding. Yeah, man. Let's get into this bad boy because my yeah. teeth are just fucking chomping for this shit. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, so uh, we always want to thank our patrons. You guys keep us rolling. And if you want to become a patron, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash youhaveoffendedthispodcast. Please check us out. Sign up there. Uh, we put out four movies a month, one every single week. You can get it in pieces like this. Or if you're a patron, you can get the entire thing on Sundays without this little pitch to you. And you will love it. Uh, you can also, if you don't want that, or in addition to that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. You can buy some merch there. We've got a bunch of cool shit. We've got some cool t-shirts and hats and all kinds of stuff you can buy there to support the podcast. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at YHOTP. Uh, also on TikTok, at YHOTP. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, where you just, you have offended this podcast. Check us out. This is the last movie of season three. So we're going to be taking a week off after this Woo! before we jump into season four, Honey Bunch. So if you have a movie that you love, check our back catalog. See if we've done it. If we haven't, leave us a message, man. Shoot us a message on social media. Let us know what's up. And we'd love to cover a favorite movie you might not have uh, have seen in a while. We'd love to go through them. So hit us up. Check us out. And, uh, oh, subscribe wherever you are. That would be super helpful to us for the uh, little algorithm thing that puts us in front of people. Wherever you download us from, please subscribe. And uh, tell some friends about us, man, because we'd love to hear you. All right, let's jump in, dude. So right off the bat in Jim Cata here, we get this opening credit scene with the high bar. Kurt Thomas. I'm going to say hands. this. It's this, good. this opening is really good. Like you've got some high frame rate uh, gymnastics shot on the parallel bars, which made me think of our, you know, two movies ago, the Pink Panther strikes again <laughs> yes. um, with the parallel bars. Uh, you know, intercut with Richard Norton and a bunch of ninjas running a guy down on horses. It's it's cutting back and forth. The The whole thing is really, really good. Like, the first two minutes of this really grab your attention. It's exceptional. Richard Norton's beard is glorious! It is. It rivals Chuck Norris's beard. It really does. I'm sure he took beard tips from Chuck. And then they end up, you, you get a little bit of a glimpse of what's to come in that the, the gentleman they're chasing down on horseback here uh, tries to cross this gully uh, with a rope across the top. He tries to cl- tr- sort of scurry across the rope, and uh, Richard Norton pulls out his bow and arrow and shoots the man, making him fall to his death. <laughs> it's a good shot. I'm going to say, I'm going to say. That was really fucking dangerous because there was a guy hanging on a rope. Richard Norton actually fucking shoots him. Oh, yeah. With the bow and arrow. Like, there's some sort of gimmick. There must be a box on his chest or something, like, because they're shooting the, the guy from behind. Yeah, but still. Oh, like, good on him. Literally <laughs> fires it into Buddy's chest, which is our hero's dad. We don't know this yet. But we do not it's, know this yet. It's our, our protagonist's father. That was actually doing some work. He gets shot in the uh, chest with an arrow, which, again, great gimmick. Really, really good opening. There's a couple of things with arrows in this film where I'm like, fuck, that was dangerous. Which is probably why they shot this in Eastern Europe. In Yugoslavia, where the former Yugoslavia. Little to no <laughs> rules for safety at all. Like, yeah. people died making this. I'm, I'm positive. But really solid opening. So take us to the next part. Yep, so then we get out of that, and we flash to 
Uh, Kurt Thomas here as our hero. Jonathan Cabot is his name. And he's being briefed by this government agent on this mission that he now is being recruited for to go into the fictional country of Parmistan. 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 A, a massive cheese exporter, by all accounts. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he has to go in there as a government agent and figure out a way to set up some satellite monitoring system. And they need to train him because he's a gymnast. Now, okay. Okay, yeah, okay. there's, there's like, there's based so... on everything you just said there, there's about 60 questions. Well, but, yeah, <laughs> go, go ahead with the first one. Well, I'm, I'm trying to keep up, but, I mean, like, there's so much to talk about here. Because... You're a government agency. You need to get into Parmistan to set up your, uh, ostensibly to set up your satellite monitoring system. Why do you pick a gymnast to, and train him to fight? Pick a fighter. It makes, like, that's the number one no sense thing. What are you doing picking this okay. five foot five gymnast? First of all, first of all, in order to get, for some reason, the satellite in space needs a operational station in this country of parmesan and in order in order for them to get permission to put it in there is an international hunt a man like the most dangerous game hunt a man down and if a man wins the contest he can ask one favor of the khan the leader of the country which he cannot refuse so at this point it's stated that in the last 900 years, nobody has survived. Nobody has survived. And now John Cabot is the explorer who's going to go over and try to win the tournament. So now they've got a bunch of people training him on how to fight. But if those guys are training him, would they not be better? Why don't you just fucking send them? Because one of them is Black Star Ninja. Right? One of them is Black Star Ninja. Which, okay... One of the worst quote unquote training montages ever caught on film. Yes. Because they've got two trainers, an Eastern trainer and a Western trainer. They've got uh, the, the black gentleman teaching him how to fight Eastern st- or Western style, I guess. And then Black Star Ninja teaching him how to fight Eastern style. And Black Star Ninja, Tadashi Yamashita, has Kurt Thomas walk up the stairs on his hands or try to, giving us a... a Pretty substantial view of Kurt Thomas's upside down ball bag and taint. Yeah. First of all, first of all, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I'm I know that in the mid '80s everyone wore like short shorts and stuff like that. But for that particular scene, like he's they're shooting down. He's walking on his hands and knees, uh, much like Kevin Bacon in Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. Um, and yeah, like his ball bag is <laughs> flopping around a lot. Like, there's a lot of floppery fucking genitalia (laughs) happening in this shot. But the funniest is, like, part of the training, he's fucking chopping wood. Oh, my God, And he's fucking, he's chopping wood. (laughs) And they cut to, you can just hear Black Star Ninja giving him, like, advice, like, breathe, feel the breath, feel the breath. And then they cut, and he's got a huge fucking falcon on his arm. Like, the biggest, the biggest falcon, like, his torso and the falcon's torso are roughly the same size. It's the biggest, like, it's 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 comically funny how big this falcon is. That's Dude. just resting on his arm. 
this scene caught me so off guard when I watched it again. I had totally forgotten about this. And he's saying, you know, like you said, feel the breeze. There's nothing else. Hear the only the axe. Listen to the woods. And the camera just like pans slightly to the left. And he's just sitting there on a log with this fucking massive bird on his arm. Like, for no massive reason. Bird. It's so and then funny. We, <laughs> then we immediately cut to his bird as he's going up the stairs. <laughs> oh my god. Down Again. With his bird flopping out of his Second fucking... <laughs> Oh, and and of course, um, for some reason, the daughter of the leader of the country is there helping him. Yeah. Um, she's assisting him because she wants him to win the contest so her father can grant. Like, he's the leader of the country. He can grant that if he fucking well wants to. Right? Yeah. Like, but they're like, no, I, I can't fucking grant. Like, what type of puppet ruler bullshit is that? It's um, really fucking dumb. It's like, fucking stupid she's there and they're like oh here's princess rubali from parmistan she's gonna help you understand blah 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 who by the way is played by former playboy model uh techi agbayani who's you know she does the job effectively but man they do not ask her to do very much they ask her to do jack and shit (laughs) throughout the entire film like she she meets him for the first time and fucking says, hold your hands out. But uh, John Cabot puts his hands out. She lassos his wrists and then punches him in the ball bag. Like, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> and you're like, why? Why is she doing this? And they're like, oh, you got to expect the unexpected if you're doing the Richard Norton most dangerous game. And it's like, <laughs> how do you even fucking train for that? Like, all of the training that they're doing to train him for this hunt death match is hunt. ridiculous yeah like you're gonna be running through the open forest and richard norton and a bunch of guys on horses are gonna be chasing you with bows and arrows and they're like okay concentrate on your breathing while you chop this wood and it's like no man this bitch needs nothing but cardio training like that's it like you need timex old uh, instructor to shoot arrows at this bitch and teach him how to dodge them and catch them that's what you need yeah. and they're and they say that uh, they, they basically do this whole setup where we're like, okay, we're going to bring you close to, you know, the country of Parmesan. So we're going to take you to <laughs> we're just gonna, this. We're going to go with Parmesan, other... are we? <laughs> yeah, I'm just calling it Parmesan just because it's fucking awesome. We're going to put you, we're going to, we've got two agents and the princess. We're going to put you into this country, which is adjacent to it. Yes. And uh, we got some the guys Caspian there. Sea, as they call it. <laughs> oh, Dude, dude, when they said you're going to be going to Carabal on the Caspian Sea, and then they said, hey, are you paying attention, John? Where are you going? He goes, I'm going to Carabal on the Caspian Sea. And then they cut to a fucking wide shot, and the fucking graphics card says Carabal, comma, on the Caspian Sea. Like, it actually fucking says it. It's fucking amazing. It's so and then they funny. say, they say, yeah, you're going to be going to the salt mines where the men mine salt. And then they fucking cut to a warehouse of of already already processed salt. Like it's completely. And there's two guys with pickaxes pretending that they're mining for the salt that's already been ground down. And it's fucking ridiculous. This is the same crew that was. Uh that was working with Jeff Speakman at the opening of The Perfect Weapon. They're just moving dirt from yes. one spot to the next. These guys are just they're, moving they're salt. They're literally doing nothing. <laughs> they're literally doing nothing. 
They're oh. just shoveling it in one spot. Like it's not being transported. <laughs> they're just they're just banging away. They're banging away like a drunk whiskey cock. Like it's <laughs> ridiculous. I it's need awful. I hate it. I need to uh quickly go back for a moment because in the training montage supposedly they are training Kurt uh Jonathan to go on this mission. But apparently a lot of that training is just watching Tadashi Yamashita spin the fucking commas around. Yeah. Because like, he has why, like a... Why is he doing that? A 30 second shot of like him just with mostly just his right hand whipping this comma around blindfolded. You're like, okay, you're cool. It just makes you think like, why yeah. the fuck aren't you going? Yeah. They actually never show John Cabot work the commas. And I'm like, that's fucking useless. Because later he's attacked by a mental patient with a comma. With a sickle. And it's yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, with, well, a sickle, but yeah, ostensibly it's a comma. It's a comma, yeah. It's very similar. And it's like, well, you probably should have fucking done a little bit of work with Jonathan instead of just showing off there, Black Star Ninja. Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense. So yeah, anyway, like you said, we're in the, uh, <laughs> this car, we're in Carabal on the Caspian Sea. And now we have Jonathan and Princess Rubali here in the night market with his little minders. Uh. Okay, they're doing a really important mission. Why do they go to the bazaar and they're shopping like they're on a fucking date? They're totally shopping like they're on a date because Kurt and Princess already fucked. Because you can't not have a yeah. guy and a girl there. She hates him initially. And then he does his little, uh, what do they call it, a Thomas Salt or something like that. It's this little move that yeah, he did yeah, first yeah. in competition. This little like a backflip with a full twist or some shit in it. Like, it's super fucking hard, which they never film properly. To actually show it but he does that a True. bunch of times and oh my god he's so hot now and then they fuck but now we're in carabal they're in the market and this dude comes up and chucks water a drink in kurt's face and then kurt chases the dude off and we get our first fight scene here in the alley. but you have to you have to make a mention here because a guy walks up and says are you an american he goes yeah, oh, i'm yes. an american <laughs> he throws a drink in his face and goes yankee imperialist fucking scum and then runs <laughs> off and the security guard with him goes, oh, don't worry about that. It's just anti-American sentiment. And he gets hit with a fucking arrow in the chest, exactly like um, uh, Concord in in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes. Message for yes. you, sir. Like, it comes flying in that that comedically. It's so good. It's so fast. And then, of course, yeah, Jonathan goes after him and, and starts beating ass all over the place. So now... Okay, number one, that red sweater that he's wearing, that's actually Kurt Thomas. It's actually pretty good. That's his That's his personal sweatshirt. Like That's cool. Robert Clough saw that and was like, oh, that's a cool sweater. Let's make Jonathan wear that. So that's actually his sweater. It's very 80s. It's a it's very 80s sweater. It's super 80s. But here's the thing, and why this movie makes another level of no sense. None of the gymnastics add anything to this movie. Like Not at all. Every gymnastic move that he does, while impressive... Adds nothing to the fighting. Like, there's a drinking game you can play with this movie where you take a drink every time an unnecessary gymnastic move happens. And you're going to oh, be... Oh, you'd be fucking hammered. Ham you're going to be hammered. Son, you'll be calling alcohol poisoning, like, ambulance shit by, like, the third <laughs> act. Because <laughs> everything he does is unnecessary. So, uh, yeah, he does, like, backflips and split jumps and fucking dive rolls and shit that are all unnecessary. And then he ends up going to meet what is supposedly his contact here 
who gave him like the the dart knives and stuff from the earlier scene. He gave him a couple weapons and stuff and showed him around a little bit and then sent him out to the bazaar. So Jonathan goes back to yeah, this dude. where he got jumped and the princess, of course, the princess has been kidnapped. Grabbed. Um, she was grabbed and kidnapped. So now Jonathan has to go retrieve her because the handler says, oh, she's at uh, this location here, which in a lot of ways doesn't make sense because later we'll find out that the handler was did a heel turn here yeah and he was the one that that dropped dime and told him where where they were going to be at the bazaar so the attempt on their life was there but why would he tell her why would he tell jonathan exactly where the princess was why wouldn't he just i think set him up in another way i think he's trying to get jonathan killed by these thugs that come out and chase him from the place yeah he is but she's actually there is she not like she's oh i don't know because he runs away Okay, he runs away and runs into an alley (laughs) where there is the uneven parallel bar going across the alley, and he turns the corner. His hands are are slathered in chalk. Slathered! And he begins begins doing a fucking routine where he's just kicking all the bad guys that are running at him. And they're, like, he's literally doing giant swings on this bar across the alley that's chalked, and they're just running into his swinging feet. Like, it would it would be dumb as it fuck. would be difficult if if you turned the corner and there was a guy swinging you would have to work to time like if you charged him you would have to work so you would time it so he would kick you in the face yeah it would be like jumping into a skipping rope that's already moving yeah yeah like he's just he's just swinging right it's just like Bart and Lisa i'm just going to swing my arms and if you happen to walk into <laughs> yeah. it it's your fault like he's swinging and they are running at him and the timing is impeccable where just as he's coming around he kicks them in the face when they're at the appropriate distance yep absolutely And that concludes part one of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part two, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for three, four, and the exciting conclusion, part five. If you would like to get the full podcasts again, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast to become a patron. For as low as $5 a month, you can get all of our full podcasts on Sunday night before everybody else. If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com and you can buy some merchandise there. That'll give us a little bit of a help and it'll also give you something cool to rep the podcast that you know you love. You can also follow us on our social media. So go to Twitter at YHOTP, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can just search You Have Offended This Podcast. Leave us your film recommendations there. Anything you want to see, we are open to as long as it has kick and punching and some violence. So we'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Please leave us a review anywhere you download your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. If you could, please also recommend us to your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones. We will take recommendations anywhere we can get them. Thanks once again for listening, and you have offended this podcast. We'll be back in your ears soon.